Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> what? What is this? You guys That's a great Christmas question. Bangers. You wanted what Christmas is it? Bangers. That's yeah, Christmas. This is not it a banger. Ti- it was titled Feliz Navidad, and that's why I played it for Paul, but we this might have to This is not Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You, Monica. you didn't It sounds like this, Paul, Paul trying to play Feliz Navidad on, <laughs> on the harmonica. harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's a Paul Aspen like, original. Yeah, right. How like, many like Feliz Navidad Navidad's Aspen did family? you find? I think this, I mean, this was the, what the one I believe seed, there's I one more. Oh, is there another one? That I mean, was really Feliz Navidad. Two seconds. It really what was? I had oh, no that idea that was supposed song. to be, allegedly. Yeah, at first I thought it was. I was like, "Wait, is it?" And then I was like, "Yes." And I chose this for all of us. Sounds like nothing. Like I'm it. sorry. We're, well, this is a fantastic way to kick off the final hour of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Uh, while you guys were looking up Pornhub and all that stuff, I was actually doing real investigative work, real investigative work, asking Chelsea if he is ba- if she is backing the Jets against the Dolphins, and yeah. she said she has no play on the game. So I guess we can't have fun with that anymore. That's too bad. So yes, gosh, two duds to start uh, hour number three. Uh, oh, they 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 told me that you said that me and Aaron don't know who Pavarotti is. Wasn't that Jake? I, yeah, I said one hundred percent Jake. Oh, yeah, this thought. was definitely oh, Jake's yeah. fault. Dang, no, I didn't say Aaron. He's bust tossed. What is yeah. this slander? No, I yeah. didn't. No, I said someone in the happen? group didn't know who Luciano Pavarotti was, and I didn't say everybody. Oh. See? Who was the third they said tenor? You were Placido. Placido. Placido Domingo. Domingo is the second. Oh, the third. I always forget the third. Yeah. Placido Polanco. Yeah, he's the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Polanco. Placido Domingo. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, how old were you in 2007, Jake? I mean, that's Seven. when he I died. Was t- okay, I was 10. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no real reason Jake would know him. Right? <laughs> Thank well, you, Aaron. history is very important. Uh, the history of the opera. Oh, I didn't rip them. Yeah, you know, I'm and really... like, my I mom's gotta, a music teacher. I gotta start hitting those books. Yeah, and a big opera stand, but yeah, it's kind of a tough, tough one. All right, fine. Go, go look up <laughs> Madam Butterfly, do? learn all about operas, and tough, come back to us. It's a tough one. What'd you just say, Mom? Like, I really don't care about what you have no, this passion I just, for? No, I don't know how much, like, <laughs> opera history I would be able to... I don't know any part wisdom would be able to impart, and, like, I grew up with it, so... True. All right, how many of you guys have been to an opera? I never have, so. never will. Yeah, uh, I think I, I probably think. have. I've even no. flown to Philadelphia once to go see an opera. True story. Not even if you had what? my family at gunpoint. Oh, culture, Jake. <laughs> I love it. Find the portfolio. What? Yeah, What's but my portfolio is doing just fine. Thank you. Too double bad. Opera, Philadelphia. Nope. <laughs> I had a great time. Hey, it was wonderful. Look at the map. All right. Plenty, you know. <laughs> what was it again? Philadelphia is perfectly oh. fine. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm good. I'm going to Philly. Yeah, there That's you good. go. Thank you. Yeah, great <laughs> opera scene there. Been. Famously, great opera scene. It's wonderful. We don't want it? you. Uh, Stay in Chicago. Yeah. I find. Uh, shall we put a bow on Cowboys Bills here? Because uh, I had a couple Please of props do. I wanted to ask you guys about. Because <laughs> I get that like CeeDee Lamb is sort of the guy in this passing game for the Cowboys. But I'm curious, is there another receiver that maybe we should be backing in a spot like this? Like maybe the Bills defense, yeah, it stinks because they have so many injuries. But maybe they know how to contain Lamb. They just can't contain some of the other guys. And so maybe this is a Brandon Cooks game. Maybe it's a Michael Gallup game. I'm seeing his number at over 16 and a half receiving yards. I don't think he's fallen into oblivion just yet. I would probably back that. But what do you guys think as far as that or maybe another prop? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. If you're not going Lamb, which one are you going to land on? It's mm-hmm. it's always yeah. a challenge with me. Like if I'm going props with the offense, the guy that gets all the red zone targets or most of them is Ferguson. Like that's a guy I would I would consider uh, as well. And yeah, that secondary is beat up. So where would you go? Mm-hmm. Like if Hyde is not going to be out there too, um, God, every level of that defense just has so many injuries. Uh, I, I'm guessing you're you're saying Cooks because that's a guy because of the lower number that you've you've landed on in the past, right? Mm-hmm. so cooks yeah pretty much yeah with, with cooks i think it's just like the next guy right like he's wide receiver too he's meant to be and so i think that makes a whole lot of sense i actually like cooks over three and a half receptions more than i like his mm-hmm. receiving prop three and a half there's even a two and a half or there was if this is right on bet stamp three and a half receptions he could go over that mm-hmm five five or six times this season okay that makes sense um anything else here or are we ready to move on um not i mean what's the josh allen interception it's got to be ridiculous at this point right it's minus 155 for a yes it's a nine game streak does it continue yeah i, I think, it, I think in this situation like uh, you probably are expecting Allen to find wherever Deron Bland is on the field and just go in that direction, but mm-hmm. Bland will get a pick every now and again. He's probably pretty good for that, if nothing else. Like he's very much a feast or famine kind of defensive back. That's probably who will stag set interception. I would have believed, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other prop that I was looking at, and it's juice to like minus 160. I mean, you've got to go back to October 16th to look at a time where Dak didn't go over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Is the juice what pretty is- high on that one? It's minus 160. Yeah, it's pretty but, high. Yeah. Yeah. I. Look, I mean, it, it does feel like maybe it's matchup based or because of what, what we've seen recently. If we think this is a game that does get into the 50s, like the total is suggesting there, like 50 in the hook right now, Bills receivers, you're getting at a bit of a discount. Like Diggs' number is down into the 60s. Kincaid's in the 30s. Gabe Davis in the 30s. If they're going to be in this game, if you're buying, if you're buying bills right now, and that they're going to hang, they're probably going to have to light up that scoreboard, and some of those guys should fly over that. Mm-hmm. 
No, I think that makes sense. All right, let's move on now. A uh, couple of West Coast games that are uh, perhaps stinkers, but uh, they're still worth backing in some way, I suppose. We'll start with the Commanders and the Rams. LA six and a half point favorites with a total of 50 and a half. It's the offense we've come to know and love. The LA Rams, Sean McVay doing wonderful things. Matt Stafford still looking fantastic. What are we to do here? Another uh, game with the totals in the 50s, and I get it. Uh, it was much more appetizing earlier in the week when we we're, you know, around that uh, 48 mark. Uh, now it's been bet all the way up to uh, 50. I see 50 and a half. And I understand if you're backing Washington, this is going to be a high scoring affair. You, you know, just think about that Rams aerial attack going against this uh, putrid commander secondary commanders coming off the bye in this one. Don't know if Robinson is going to be out there. Not that big of a deal because you have Gibson. He should be fine. Um, I, man, six, we're out, out to six and a half. It was an impressive loss that we saw last week uh, against the Ravens. They're in the mix for the playoffs. And the, the Rams are on the outside looking in for the moment. This is a massive game for them. They got to take care of business. Uh, I know you guys are on the opposite side. I think the commanders can score. I think they're, they can hang with them. So... I've just been going back and forth. Do you go commanders plus six and a half or do you go over the the number on the total is getting so high. I don't know that I'd go there. Not one of my favorite plays, but if I'm making a play in this game, I'd go Washington. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera off the bye. What are those numbers? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't read. That's joking. funny. I, um, the Rams I trust be, I, it's about the enemy. It's about them yeah. scoring enough for me. I agree. I mean, they can score. Sam Howell can put up some good passing yards. The Rams did keep it close against a very good Ravens team. And the commander's offensive line is garbage. We talk about how bad their defense is. Their offensive line stinks too. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be on the Ravens. Minus six and a half. I mean, the Rams. I'm sorry. The Rams? <laughs> the Ravens. <laughs> the Rams. Ravens from the stadium. Sean it's McVay. so fun. Yes, they just have um, too many weapons. I don't know. I, I have a hard time backing the commanders here. I I do, too. I, I do, too. I, I think in large part, and Joe, I'm going to push back on this idea that Washington can score here because I think the Sam Howell sacks thing is still yeah. a thing. It really hasn't gone away, even though like every now and again, we may have a little bit of hope, but this might be a vintage Aaron Donald contest. I would not be surprised if he just goes nuts and mm-hmm. turns back the clock in a, in a contest like this one, because you look at Sam Howell's sack rate over the last four games, 6.4%, 7.78, and 103 These are not good numbers, boys and girls, not at all. And... Other than the Cowboys game, Howell has not been blitzed at higher than a 22% clip. So defenses are not throwing out a fifth pass rusher against him. They feel like that the four or three can still sack him, and they largely have. So if this is going to continue with perhaps the goat of pass rushers and Aaron Donald, I just don't know how Howell's going to be able to stay upright long enough for them to score enough points. Like, I'm probably yeah. likelier to bet an under here because I think, uh, you know, I believe it was John Daigle who believed that it's going to be about Kyron Williams once this game mm-hmm. is in hand. That's probably how I think this is going to go. Okay. 
All right, we'll see. Um, the, the sacks, those sack rates are actually good for him. <laughs> By Howell standards, when you're going from six down to three, uh, that's what, and that's what we've been seeing lately. It's actually improving. Not saying it's a good number, but it, it was right. so bad in the first half of the season. It's actually uh, getting a little bit better. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't have been worse at this rate. Right. Uh, let's move on now to uh, 49ers and Cardinals. Uh, San Francisco, 12 and a half point favorites on Ben MGM with a total of 48 and a half. Wow, what a fun game this is going to be. Yeah, I mean, okay, week four, it was 35 to 16. That was the the four-touchdown McCaffrey game. Ayuk went off in only six catches. He had almost 150 yards in that game. Um, and on the losing end, Dobbs was actually good. It was one of those pretty good Dobbs games by the numbers, and they just never had a chance. I have, like, no interest in this game. Do you guys? <laughs> the spread is tough because it's such a big number, but the defense for the Cardinals is so bad. I'm looking at Brock Purdy. I mean, if he wants to be the MVP, he's got to have a big game, right? 251 and a half passing yards. It's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. right? I, I do think the the 49ers will not run as much. Like if we're going to say okay. Christian McCaffrey under 19 and a half rushing attempts, I think that's a pretty good look. I do expect the 49ers to pass a little bit more. Here's, here's a question. Arizona, like if they were to somehow, some way win this game, which seems incredibly far-fetched, but let's say they were to be competitive. Wouldn't it be because of trick plays? or just some random stuff they've had in the back of the playbook for a really long time, and now this is the opportunity to showcase it? Because like we talked about before, the Cardinals are not tanking. They want to see what they have in Kyler Murray. So isn't Mm -hmm. this the time of any of these remaining games for Arizona to go to the back of the playbook and just do some random stuff that we didn't even know was a legal play in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And it, it's a divisional opponent, and you want to show mm-hmm. something, and they're coming off the bye. They've been sitting around for two weeks thinking about this game. And, yeah, yeah, that I think that makes perfect sense to me that mm-hmm. they could do that. Um, they're coming off that win at Pittsburgh, not the, the most impressive game, but, uh, yeah, I'm just – it's probably going to be a blowout, probably. I mean, it may – Mm-hmm. It has all the signs of it. As long as San Francisco's interested and they, they treated this like any other week, uh, you would think that they should just be able to take care of business. Right. Brock Purdy over 251 and a half passing yards. He's gone over it nine times. And with a spread this big, I think it's one of my, this it might become big. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You could definitely go over that. If, if Arizona's in this game, Man, Purdy's going to fall back. Like, and, and if Cowboys win at Buffalo, like, there's going to be mm-hmm. some separation there for the MVP race. Absolutely. And it's almost as though, like, if that happens, that's a good buy low spot for Purdy, right? Because you're not expecting them yeah. to start to hit some kind of a losing streak. Like, part of me kind of yep. wishes that, that were to happen. Because the Christmas night Baltimore game is on deck. It would yes. be a, a good buy low spot. A hundred percent. Exactly. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill, where the Eagles will try to do something they haven't done in 15 years. That's right here on the BetQL Network.